Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Well, uh, we are talking about the African organization addressing finance issues of rural African people in agribusiness. Our guest is Gugule Tujitaba, who's chairperson of Adama Holdings and Amanda Omnoto. Thank you very much, Nongkosi, for joining us. Good evening. Thank you so much, Mantuli. Good evening to the team and the listeners at home. And uh, Guguletu is not alone this evening. He is joined by the Secretary General of uh, the African Rural and Agricultural Credit Association, Thomas Thompson Essel. Thank you very much, Thomas, for joining us all the way um, from Nairobi, but you're in Durban uh, for uh, the conference that's currently happening. Thank you very much. Um for hosting me on your show and thank you also for your wide range of listeners. Well, let's uh, start off um, um, let's talk about uh, this particular conference that's happening um, by uh, AFRAC. When did it start? And I know it ends tomorrow, but which countries have also been part of it? Thank you so much, Mandul, and greetings to uh, our... Thank you very much. Um, we, our, we, uh, we started on Monday, and we have a range of experts from various countries, some are from Zimbabwe, some from Zambia, some from South Sudan, some from Kenya, some from Ghana and other countries. So all of them are assembled here to be part of the collaboration that Africa has with National Youth Development Agency here. So this is why we are here. All right. Let me come to uh, back to you, Nongosi. Nongosi, the, the, the people of uh, South Africa, have they taken uh, much to this particular conference? And Thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah, yes, yes. Thank you so much. And greetings to Thomas and... and Yes, the, the, the people of South Africa did obviously participate as a, as a host country. There was a Department of Agriculture, Rural Development, and uh, the private sector, and small farming community members. Uh, it was more of a colloquium and a very close conference, but that was so rich with sharing of information. And as Thomas has already alluded, talking about the importance of this sector in the continent and as to how, uh, what lessons can we learn from each other as countries and, uh, and what are we doing about the very, very important sector. You must remember, Manduli, we, we have almost have over 1.2 billion people in this continent and with over 65% of the arable land and more than half billion Africans, uh, literally, uh, you know, they, they, they depend on small and micro scale farming as their primary source of livelihood. So it was very important uh, a session to have and a conference to have that really was drilling deep into the issues that I think our brother and friend here, Mr. Thomas Essel, is going to talk to as a, as a leader of Africa. Okay, uh, Thomas, yeah, please uh, talk to, um, the, the, firstly, um, I mean, your mandate and purpose at Africa and also, um, you know, what we are aiming at receiving uh, from, as outcomes from this particular conference. Thank you very much. 
for for this occasion, let me say that Africa is uh, an association of financial institutions and some non-financial institutions that support agriculture, particularly the SMEs and those who normally would not have had access to credit, those that are normally called the base of the pyramid. And that may include women and youth, uh, which was the topical issue that we discussed uh, at the uh, ongoing uh, conference. The network has over 100 financial institutions all across the length and breadth of Africa and some other uh, non-financials like government institutions, uh, non-governmental organizations, uh, and some research uh, institutions. Um, the mandate of Africa is to promote a policy environment in which rural and agricultural uh, finance will thrive. And if we are talking of rural and agricultural finance, the focus is more on those who have very limited access or those who have not access uh, at all. So that is one strand of it. And then secondly, we also support financial institutions to deliver financial services to this range of uh, people that we are talking about who do not have access. And the importance of what we do is that because normally the financial institutions will lend to those who have great potential to expand their businesses and repay their loans. Uh, we see that a large chunk of the population, now women form about 50% of the world population, as for youth in Africa, Okay, our connection to Thomas is not very good there. Um, I think Brabenzito will take Thomas and try and sort out that line so he can come back to speak about their activities at Africa. Um, Nongosi, I'm going to come to you now. Um, let's let's just talk about you know what we have so far or what has been discussed so far at uh, the conference in uh, Durban, and um, if we are seeing a, a, a possible linkages intercontinentally? Yes, Mantode. Um, what, what was discussed, as, as, as Thomas was busy just explaining, was, was obviously all of those key elements that would help push forward the frontiers of agriculture for small-scale farmers, particularly the youth, as well as women. And obviously it was different organizations sharing uh, learnings uh, from, uh, you know, where they, they sit and where they operate. Like, in our case, as a man from not, we're sharing about our model of entrepreneurship in as far as uh, trying to impact the space of agri-entrepreneurs and as to how we're driving that. But what, what became very important for me was the, the very essence of what makes agriculture possible, which is finance, which is what Africa is really all about, as Thomas was, was saying, in terms of this coordination and, and the, the institutions that they have 
in their portfolio. Because you, you, you would recall on this show, we always talk about the importance of this sector being funded. Because in South Africa, as much as we have all these grant fundings, what, what has happened is primary agriculture has almost become an orphan, especially for your, uh, your, 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 your primary producers and, and, and those people at the lower scale and lower end. And, and, yet, and, and, and yet the DFI, as we were saying, I think a few weeks ago, they tend to just want to focus on value addition. So I think that's what I picked up, that we've got a lot to learn, especially on matters of intra-Africa trade and what other African countries are doing and they are trying to do to push forward this very important sector, especially in rural areas. So let's be specific around the funding. Here in South Africa, there's always been um, a foul cry around uh, the fact that there is no funding or sufficient funding for rural agricultural activities. Will this then open up opportunity? And where will the funding exactly come from? You know, um, uh, we had uh, quite NYDA as an example, Initial Youth Development Agency, which had invited us, and they are working with AFRACA. And and, and uh, together with COCTA, I think there was friends there, Dion Gavinda and others, who were talking about what departments are doing. You know, in South Africa, Mantoni, uh, we've always said this, that we suffer from the silocytis, that disease of, of, of uh, organizations as well as departments working individually, not knowing exactly what our hand is doing. Um, I, I did mention, as well as other speakers, that uh, I think uh, probably uh, government may Beginning to maybe beginning to see that uh, they've got to do things uh, afresh, because a lot of investment has gone into uh, some places in rural place in rural areas. Uh, but when you look at uh, the, that investment, you've got a lot of infrastructure that is a, a white elephant lying dormant out there. I think this is what other African countries picked up that South Africa has got lots of grant funding, which is very good, but uh, there the, the, the is not this element of, uh, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better word, venture capital uh, funding, as well as the funding that Africa uh, seemed to be uh, driving in other African countries. So we, we learned that in South Africa, there, there is a lot to learn from what Africa is doing and that we should become active participants even in Africa to ensure that we, we get to derive uh, those benefits and lessons from the institutional uh, framework that they have, which in, which includes quite a lot of institutions that are that are in the entire continent and elsewhere across uh, the, the the borders. I'll come back to you, Thomas. Um, I hope that your line is much better. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, uh, I can so, hear you. So, so you were finishing off a thought. I'd like us to go back to that um, before the line uh, interrupted us. Yeah. Yeah, as I was saying, the the uh, when we talk of rural finance, um, we we talk of an ecosystem. Which institutions are there which are going to promote financing? And government is just one of them. You have development partners as one, and the key driver, which many times we have not uh, promoted much and encouraged them are the local financial institutions. Whatever the government does, the grants that are given at a point, or development partners, at a point, it will stop. 
if even it doesn't stop, the grants that are given are not enough to enable these small-scale operators to expand the agribusinesses. They need something more. And this is where the financial institutions in Africa, working in collaboration with other institutions like NYD, government institutions, research institutions, should uh, help to promote the work of financial institutions. So what we do with financial institutions is that we know by their setup, they are profit-oriented. And so uh, if you leave them without any motivation, they may not look at the sector that we so much want them to support. The small-scale producers, the farmers, the smallholders, they see them in a sense as somehow risky. So what we do is, how can we minimize the risks around these farmers so as to motivate financial institutions to lend to them? In fact, this has been what we have been doing most. So we advocate for one, good policies that will enhance their operations in Africa, in whatever country that they are in. So we hold conferences, we do research to find the challenges on the ground that the youth, the women, the marginalized are facing, and then we do advocacy. The advocacy we do at about three levels. At government levels, because we have some of them of our members, and when we do programs, we invite them, we bring out the issues. At Central bank levels, some of our members are central banks. And so they are the ones who supervise the other financial institutions in the various economies. So whatever we discuss also go to their doorstep. If there is need to uh, make some changes in the policies for the banks to be able to lend, it is at their doorstep. And then also the financial institutions themselves. If a, a board of a financial institution sits at the beginning of the year and says, we will give only 1% of resources to agriculture, management cannot deviate from it. So we encourage all of them to draw the attention to agriculture because we have realized that financial institutions that have taken pains to look at the marginalized and supported them, many of them have done very well. I can give you examples from uh, Kenya, Cooperative Bank, Equity Bank. They started on a small note, they expanded, they provide uh, uh, financial literacy. Now they are huge banks. Uh, Equity, for example, is even expanding in East Africa, to other countries. So, so this is some of the things we do. And then secondly, we do capacity building for our members and those financial institutions and non-financial uh, institutions. This capacity building uh, tries to fill in the gaps which our members have. So we do consultations before we even come out with topical issues 
that will help their members uh, uh, to improve. Uh, we do uh, exchange programs like what we are currently doing in Durban here in South Africa. And what makes this beautiful is that we have financial institutions here. We have non-financial institutions here in Durban and from other places who are here. And so the discussion that we are making here, we are looking at one perspective from government institutions and how they finance the sector. And then the second aspect is the perspective of financial uh, 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 institutions and how they finance the sector. So because we have these two experts together, the experience sharing is very interesting. Governments, they, they present their reports, and then financial institutions will ask questions, why they do things the way they do. For example, the issue, one of the issues that came up was that when governments are supporting the youth or women or farmers, they have good intentions, but most of the time they also have political, gaining political capital in the end. And so the challenge is, instead of, say, disbursing even uh, funding, involving financial institutions to be part so that if uh, repayment or recollection comes, the financial institutions are expecting collecting. Sometimes government institutions lead. They take the resources directly to these people so they will know it is government who is helping them. And there have been many situations in many countries in Africa where because of this, they have not been able to recover as a revolving fund for others to benefit. So now the lesson is, if governments want to do these things, there are experts who can, who can tackle a certain aspect. You can say you want to give to this. this these are the modalities. But the implementation, financial institutions have expertise in disbursement and collection whenever possible. Thank you, Thompson. Thank you, Thompson. I need to start wrapping up our conversation. It sounds like the work that you're doing is absolutely amazing. And this conference is going to be of benefit for South Africans, but also for the entire continent. Nongosi, let me come to you as we wrap up. Can um, uh, A-team listeners still join? I know tomorrow is the last day of the conference. So it's no longer possible. I think we were just doing the wrap-up um, today, I'm sure, in tomorrow morning. All right. And if anyone wants to um, get in touch with you at Amandla Omnot to get more information about Africa, um, how do they do so? On www.amandlaomnoto.co.za, we'll hyperlink uh, africa.org, uh, and then go there direct, but we'll still hyperlink it onto our website so that people can access this very important institution. Excellent. Uh, thank you, Nongosi, for joining us. And thank you to your uh, guest, uh, Secretary General of Africa, Thomas uh, Thompson Essel. It's 11 o'clock on the dot. Let's go to the news with Eva Chipa. Good evening, Eva.